The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Where we have a dream to create a community full of happy, healthy, and knowledgeable people who create global positive change through sharing their journey. Tune in, saddle up, and listen in. Be inspired. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pure Jamie Milne podcast and uh, JMT TV. It is my absolute pleasure and privilege to be joined today from the Ballerine. Did I get that right? Ballerine? That's it, Ballerine Peninsula. Ballerine Peninsula. We've got Steph here from Steph Fitness and Steph is a fitness instructor, personal trainer, also a Pilates instructor, a very passionate uh, runner and a um yeah a remarkable runner and and hence um being the catalyst for our conversation today now steph's done quite a, quite a number of events before and a lot of the long ones uh so kind of kindred spirits birds of a feather flock together yeah, that's it. um so i'm really looking forward to chatting to steph today about some of her insights her unique experiences she's done the mount kosciuszko 100 the new york marathon Yes, I have. Yep. Keen to hear a little bit. I actually ran around Central Park four times by myself a long time ago. Wow. I'm sure I'd recommend that to anybody. <laughs> no <laughs> official event, just a Maori boy going for a run around Central Park. But anyway, moving on. Um, is it the Discovery Coast 100? Did I did I read that right? Or is it, is it the coastal, uh, it seemed like there was another 100K event down here. Yeah, no, um, that was, so in the Blue Mountains, I, I did that one almost two years ago now, actually. So oh, wow. UTV, Ultra Trail Australia. Ah, yes. But also you might be referring to the Surf Coast Century. So I've done that one a couple of times over here on the Surf Coast, which is not too far away from where I live. Yeah. So I'm on the Bellarine, like right at the end of the Bellarine in a little town called Port Arlington. But then yep. if you drive along the surf coast, like you, you hit Torquay. Yep. And gotcha. um, and then you know, you'll get to Jan Juck and you get to Anglesey and so forth. So there's a beautiful coastal line there and yeah. forest that the surf coast 100 is held at. And it's just gotcha. yeah. I knew it was that, man, that that area is like that is God's country. Oh yeah. Oh yep. my lord, I've surfed. Is it Janjuk? Janjuk? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Torquay, Bells, all along there. That, yeah. that is a very, very it really is. I've had I've actually had the privilege of not just running along there, like I've actually run along the Great Ocean Road. I've also ridden my bike along there too. And you're right, it is God's country. It is just stunning. I remember the first time I rode my bike down there, I thought. I just looked around going, what what have I done just to be so privileged to be able to to do and experience this? It's like one of those special, you know, tingly moments. It was, yeah, pretty awesome. Oh, that's magnificent. And that, and that's and that's kind of a really cool purpose for today's catch-up. And even just listening to you for like all of 13 seconds. (laughs) I can hear the passion in your voice and and I'm really looking forward to yeah getting some of that Steph magic sprinkled around the the context of running and things like that. Yeah, so super excited cool. to chat. Like I said, I could talk running for days. So oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, yeah. Underwater, mouthful of marbles is like, oh, let me <laughs> yeah, tell you. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well the the cool thing is like um I would assume down south where you guys are, it's a little bit like here. It's getting a little bit darker, 
in the morning and in the evening it's getting a bit cooler um mm. whilst it's not don't get me wrong it's not freezing up here yet but it certainly does create a shift um in motivation and that for runners yep. on the coast um sunny coast you know everybody likes being out on a sunny sunshine coast sunday yep. and running but where's it starts to get colder <laughs> only the diehards are out there so if we can create yep. a bit of motivation for people i reckon it'll be really cool Oh, for sure. And, I mean, there's no doubt about it. It is a lot harder, isn't it? Like I don't love running out in the cold or the wind or the rain, but you make it happen and then and then you feel all the better for it, don't yeah, you? So, yeah, very true. Steph, give us a little like, um, I know this is quite hard, but like in a, in a very short, thinking like sort of elevator pitch, just a little bit more more sort of what you do, perhaps mm-hmm. what led you to do what you do yeah, um, and anything like that. Just a little bit about you just for some of the listeners. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. So um, actually I've only been in the fitness industry for all of four years now. Prior to that, I was a high school teacher and I was a teacher for, I don't know, uh, 13, 14 years maybe. Um, but I've always been into movement. So um, I've always loved bike riding. I wasn't always a runner, believe it or not. Um, bike riding, swimming, did a lot of hike, hiking as well when I was a, a teacher. And when I moved up this way nine years ago, I, like I knew that I, I just needed to stop teaching because I was just losing that drive for it. Mm-hmm. And I had this conversation with a friend of mine and she's like, you, you know what your calling is, just go and do your course, go and do your PT course and, and you know, just get it over with. You know that's what you want to do. And deep down I did. It was just, you know, what it is what in life. Like you, you've just got to take that next step. And when it's a big step, it can feel really hard. Anyway, I did it. I completed the course whilst I was still teaching. Um, yeah, finished it just over four years ago now and started my business. I, I actually did, I was doing a bit of teaching and a bit of PTing at the mm-hmm. same time in that first year. Mm-hmm. And then I thought 2020, that's it. This is my year, my business. I'm going to, I'm going to really put my time and energy into it and, you know, um, yeah, just go for it. And then of course, COVID hit. I was still <laughs> waiting, but I was like, here we so, go. Yeah. And I made eight a bat, and here we are. Yeah. So that's it. So that was three years ago now, COVID hit. And I was like, oh, my, what am I going to do? I'm still new in this industry. I don't have clients. Um, I don't know about the online space. Um, where to? I was in the same boat as everyone else, really. I mean, what on earth do you do in a lockdown pandemic. So I just did what I could. And I um, I started working online and I was running free classes for a few months, just on Zoom. I was getting friends together and then friends were telling their friends that were telling their friends. And before you knew it, I had a little following on, on Instagram and, mm-hmm. and people joining me a few times a week on Zoom. And then, um, you know, I thought that was going to stop maybe within the first year, but it didn't because people just kept showing up to my Zoom classes. Someone one day said to me, why don't you record your classes? And I thought, don't be stupid. I'm really bad in front of the camera. Um, But I thought thought about it for a bit and went, you know what, maybe I should. And that way more people can join my classes and just do them in their own time. And then that was the start of my my online business, really. So wow, yeah. <laughs> well done. So it, it's super exciting. But then uh, you know, I, I've also since being out of lockdown, and then in between the lockdowns, because for us down here, Jamie, it was. I mean, you probably remember 
It was pretty full on. Like our, our lockdowns were intense for a really long period of time. Um, there was no going out. So, and in between those lockdowns, when we had those few breaks, um, you know, I had a chance to start meeting people one-on-one and I then I gradually got to build my face-to-face business as well. And wow. History, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Oh, no, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yep. The the um, So I've got a little bit of a, well, I've just started this tradition, but yep. when I join people for conversations for these podcasts and stuff like that, and I'll do the same with you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I ask um, the the person that I'm chatting, my counterpart that I'm chatting with, yep. to leave a question for the next person. Okay. Yes, <laughs> little curveball. Mm-hmm. So the the last guy I spoke to was a friend of mine. He, I, um, we worked together for a while. His name's Kurt Aldridge. So Kurt mm-hmm. just broke the world record for the most amount of consecutive boxing rounds saw that yeah oh lunatic I could think of things to do but he but he got it and he did remarkably well now he's left you a question okay (laughs) but it's like yeah it's like oh wasn't pushing at me yeah I think it's really cool so he's Mm -hmm. left you a question now his question was basically how would you like to be remembered Steph when you are no longer here that's yeah, a big question. Yeah, I know it's a deep one. He didn't hesitate oh. too when I said, oh, I gave him the spiel I just gave you, and he's just like, oh, yeah, I've got one now. And I was like, how have you got one now? And then he was how just would I like to be remembered. Yeah, how would you like okay. to be remembered when you are no longer here? Okay. I think when I, you know, I've sort of thought about this before in, in terms of like having conversation. I don't have kids, but I've got nieces and nephews, and I imagine having these conversations in 10, 20, 30 years from now, where I look back and, you know, and they're sitting with me and we talk about life and they're like, so, you know, they call me Auntie Steph, which is really cute. You know, Auntie Steph, what have you done? And I get out the albums or not that I put photos in albums anymore, but I might get out my phone and go on, this is the time I did that hundred kilometer run. And, and this is the time I did Kokoda and, 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 um, you know, this is the time I was, I was married and led a really happy life. Um, so I think that's kind of down that same that same line of thought, isn't it? Like I I, I think I want to be remembered as that happy person who who found a lot of happiness in connection, um, in in movement, and yeah. in, in good health and vitality. Yeah, which yeah. is a very cool message yeah. and a very cool um, legacy, I suppose, because mm-hmm. it, it's yeah. more than just about yeah. you as the person. It's obviously you, but mm-hmm. it really perpetuates out and how that affects others. And what you do is, is mm-hmm. inspiring and motivating other people. And then obviously the people that you love, you're important people. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, I don't have a question for you just now. Like that one was so like deep meaningful. <laughs> like I feel like my one won't measure up. So let me yeah. just have a think and I'll get no, back to you. All right. We'll circle back at the end. Yeah, You'll yeah. End up by then. It'll yeah. be something like, uh, what's your favourite book? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like oh, what are your weaknesses? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, let me yeah, let me just brainstorm a bit. No, you're fine. Let it marinate, let it tick yeah. over on the back there on the yeah. stove. Mm-hmm. So um, like a little, just what a, what a, what's one? And I know there would be many, and anybody that does endurance sports would would attest to this. What would be one great learning you've had? 
from the long stuff. So I'm talking about, you know, you you doing Kosciuszko. Mm-hmm. I heard you mention Kokoda. Like these are the, the real long events. What's one of the greatest sort of takeaway learnings that you've had, like you, and you specifically? Yeah. The takeaway for me, so I, I think the very first um, sort of endurance difficult difficult thing that I did physically would have had to be um, Kokoda. Um, and and I learned there to a certain point, I learned, hey, I can do hard things. Yeah. I can do physically hard things and I can do mentally hard things. And with that, um, I've I've attained a bit of confidence, which has then led me to do the next hard thing, which was then a little bit harder yeah. physically and mentally. And and so I've learned that um, hard means something different to everybody. For me, I, I love that physical challenge. I, I need to know that I can do that. I can physically yeah, yeah. push myself, but just know that mentally it's it's my mind that's in the game. It's my mind that's got my back, not just my body. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think that's a big learning for me um, that has come with doing some um, long-distance events that, hey, you've got this. And, you know, running is often it's a great metaphor for life. Hey, like there's ups and there's downs, like there's good moments and there's really hard moments. But it's it's a matter of just remembering, you know, that this too shall pass, that the hard bits don't last forever. Mm. Get through and yep. soon enough you'll be smiling and happy and on a high and... <laughs> There's something um, glorious on the other yeah. side. So it, I don't know, I hope I've sort of yeah um, explained that clearly enough to. I think you articulated it beautifully, and I like the way that you, yeah, like you said, it was it's a metaphor for life, and even in your description, it was mm-hmm. like, well, here's what I learned, and also here's how this has impacted my actual life. That right. is not yeah. to do with running. It's like yeah. okay, I can do hard things, yeah. and I can face those hard things, and on the yeah. other side of that is yeah i'll be smiling and and everything will mm. be great yep yeah i think it was a great answer <laughs> thanks Good. i hope it was deep enough for you yeah yeah <laughs> is, is this multi-layered enough for me is there enough yeah. Uh, yeah no but in all honesty yeah that's what it is and that's still my my takeaway i feel good because i can i can do this and it does come from months of preparation yeah, of course. um Physically, yeah, but sure, I've got to get my my mind in the game if I really want to get um, yeah. the whole way. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have done remarkably well. You've done, you know, some incredible, you. incredible events, challenging events. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's not for that's not everybody's flavor. <laughs> <laughs> but um, look, and that segues nicely into my next question. And this is kind of one for me personally, but I know. A lot of others like you and I would would mm-hmm. get a lot of value from your answer is like what is there a way like how do you balance because I mean people would have to have rocks in their head to not mm. realize that to prepare for these big events it is a it's a an investment of time being probably one of the biggest an, an investment of your energy mm-hmm. an investment of you know those that you love it's a yeah. sacrifice of that time too. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, even financially. So there's a lot going into it. Um, sure. Do you have a, a any particular way you you balance these these um, yeah these investments these commitments to be able to do these events that you want to do? Yeah, um, I'm taking notes. By the way, 
Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not very good in this area. Um, but you're, you're right. Like it, it is a really uh, big investment. Um, I remember signing up for um, Mount Kosciuszko probably this time last year mm-hmm. um, for the December event. Um, so that's UTA, UTK, um, Ultra Trail Kosciuszko. Um, and and I had to chat to Harvey about it. It's not something that I can just go, hey, I'm just going to run that. No, I mean, it affects his life too. And I'm like, hey, this is an awesome event. It's in, And I kind of sold it to him a bit. And I'm like, let's make this really cool holiday out of it. We can take the caravan. It'll be a road trip up the coast. And then, you know, we'll stop and meet with friends. And, you know, Epicol. And he's like, all right, okay. But it obviously, it comes at a cost, not just financial cost, but um taking time off of work, taking time to train and and plan for this. Um, So, yeah, like I I have to bounce this off off him as well. You know, we're a team and he does the same thing when he's got something in mind. You know, we've got to run this by each other. Um, and, And then when it comes to the actual training, so I probably gave myself a good, I don't know, at least six months of, of real, you know, proper training where I'm sticking to a program. Um, and and I would plan in those runs. They're kind of like the non-negotiables of the day uh, or of the week where I'd say I'd at least aim for four runs um, at a minimum and, you know, rain, hail or shine. If a Monday afternoon I don't have clients, then, you know, that's when I'd schedule in my run or a Tuesday or whatever it is. Um, so I'd I'd plan for that so I don't go booking anything else in that time. That's yeah, my yeah. time to run. Um, and, and it's not just about the run. Then I've got to make sure I'm fueling myself. So have I done the shopping? Yeah. <laughs> Do I have the fruit and veggies in the fridge to be able to fuel me? And yeah. I enjoy eating and I have to obviously, um, you know, eat plenty of calories to be able to sustain that kind of high mileage during the week. Uh, so it is a lot of planning and a, a lot of, yeah, balancing in, in that way. Oh, I love uh, that. Yeah, it takes time and it, it is, it's an investment. Like yeah. Very yeah. worth it though, you know, I listen to you and I, and I think whilst I, <laughs> my version of planning I would imagine will be very different to yours. <laughs> Uh, let me just put all of that in there for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yours probably a bit, bit more yeah, logical. Oh, like I feel like I got to. Otherwise, um, other things then get in the way. Or as well, look, running is not the only thing in my life. There's a lot of things that I try and balance in there. Like you've got to think about your relationships, your your physical, spiritual, mental health. Um, what are you doing to feed all of those things? And and I don't want running to then just take over everything. I mean, sometimes gladly I'd let that happen, but then I I just don't think that that's sustainable for yeah, yeah. long term. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> planning planning for the win. Um, <laughs> Steph, what what advice would you give? Like, mm-hmm. if you could give, and again, this is like a big cloud, and I'm asking you yeah. to show us this much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what what advice would you give? So, if one of your clients came to you and they said, "Look, Steph, I'm going to go and do this hundred kia," mm-hmm. and if there was one thing that you bit of advice, bit of guidance, education, nurturing, support that you could give them, but you could only give them one thing. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. What what would that be? Okay. Well, you know what? I think I would just say it's it's 
No, let's go 90% your head being in the game and mm-hmm. 10% physical preparation. That's not to undermine that physical prep, the importance of physical preparation. It's super important. But on the day, it's your mind. I really believe it's your mind that's going to be yeah. in the game. It's going to finish it for you. Um, and and so take the time in your training to just prepare your mind. Think about the day. Think about the morning. Think about what you're going to wear. Think about how you're going to, um, uh, you know, fuel yourself, your hydration, nutrition, you know, all of that sort of comes into it. Think about what what gets you going, what really, you know, gets you moving and, and fired up. So when you're having a bad moment, you think back to, oh, yeah, that's what I need when I'm feeling low. You know, it might be just a simple quote or a thought that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's probably not just one thing. I've, I've oh rambled on, haven't I? <laughs> no, 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 but it was yeah. really good. There was a few synonyms of the one thing. Yeah, yeah, no, but, but I'd say, all... yeah, mental preparation basically. Yeah. yeah, see, I love that. I love that. And you are right. It is an integral yeah. part of the of the, the long game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I reckon I'm not sure everybody realises the – I think – it's that possibly that conversation around knowing and understanding, you know, we've all got friends mm-hmm. that will tell you, Oh yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, no, I know. Yep. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I absolutely <laughs> know. And then it's like, they know it, but they don't really do it. And yep. that's that conversation between knowing and understanding. Understanding is like, yeah. you, is actually like, I understand yep. that I need some mental resources mm-hmm. And things get funky because yep. my mind's going to take me over the line. Yeah. And so I think that's really good advice because people that are not prepared mm. for the mental, and I would say violation, torture, mental, mm. like mm. they that is like a very swift, rude awakening. When- for sure. But you know what? Even even if you feel like you understand it, it doesn't mean that it's always your mind's always going to be there for you and yeah. help you out. Like, you know, the last ultra marathon I did, I feel like, yeah, I actually did let myself down mentally because in the last hour and a half, a few, you know, a few things had sort of um gone wrong in terms of weather. You know, we had snow in the middle of summer, which I was not planning for, and I was so exhausted. It was a little bit crazy, right? And um yeah. And I was just mentally exhausted in that last, it was only an hour and a half out of 16 hours where I was like, man, I can't really do this. And look at this, this mud, it's so muddy. And 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 why do my feet hurt? And I couldn't get out of my own head. And I it was not the first hundred kilometres I'd run before, but it was really hard. And my mind just let me down in that last instance because I couldn't get it together. I mean, yeah, I finished, but I might have finished stronger and, and faster had I have just switched on that little bit more. So, I mean, it's it applies to everyone. Whether you feel like you're mentally strong and understand it all, you got to keep yourself in the game. Yeah. Well said. Oh, well said. I hope people get a lot of learnings from that because, yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I do not, yeah. yeah, disagree with anything you said. Yeah. Really well yeah. said. So, Steph, I know it's just a short little podcast. Yeah, and yeah. As you said at the start. Yeah. I reckon you and I could just go on and on and on and on and on. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I could talk running and movement for days. I really could. So so people that want to reach out to you for Mm -hmm. your online services, your coaching, running, Pilates, all the stuff that you do and do really, really well, can where's the best place to find you? 
Yeah, sure. So um, head on over to my website. So that's stephfitness.com.au. So Steph Fitness is one word, um, S-T-E-F Fitness, um, one F. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, that's my website. And, it yeah, there's a pretty clear process there. Join now. That's my my online library. So there's about 300 workouts on there now, mainly Pilates-based, but there's strength, mobility, and um, sort of flowy yoga type um, workouts on there too. Or if you're on Insta and want to connect, it's Steph Fitness underscore PT. Or love it, love it, love it. And that little that little question we had marinating in the pot in the back there on the stove to yeah. leave for the next uh, counterpart on this little podcast. Did you end up coming up with anything besides what's your weaknesses? <laughs> No, that was dumb. That was. Oh, I would love it. Um, no. So, you know what? Something I've been thinking a lot about lately is um, is nerves slash anxiety when it when it comes to um, when it comes to needing to deliver, deliver something like whether it's you know being on a podcast like today or um, doing something online for the first time, you know. Um, doing a run how do you overcome those feelings of anxiety and nerves to be successful and still do the thing that you want to do i love hearing how people deal with these feelings because i've i've learned different strategies but i know what i know is not the be all and end all and i i always like to hear different things that i can take on board so well i think that is a wonderful question and i think all of us will get you know, get some learnings from that and some stuff, some new tools perhaps. That's a really good question. Thank you. I still like the, I still like the weakness one. No. <laughs> like, this is the official Steph Fitness question. Oh, no. However, uh, we also want to know what your weaknesses are. <laughs> but we, it's so good to be aware of your weaknesses, right? We need to know. That gives you somewhere to sort of work from, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to chat with me briefly, Steph. I really appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. And I wish you all the very best down south with everything that you do. And I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing you when I come down to the coast. Yeah, cannot wait. (laughs) Thanks so much for having me on. It's been a real hoot. Thank you. Ah, it's awesome. The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Podcast.